When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The new normal is that Kyle Dubas is now the boss. The next new normal is that Dubas has to go and find some goaltending. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. The Stanley Cup Final is back in motion tonight in Las Vegas with the Golden Knights holding a one nothing series lead over the Panthers. My pick is Florida in six. I'm standing by that. I felt like the Panthers in game one really just couldn't get their feet moving, and we've seen that from them at times this postseason, where if they don't have everything firing on that forecheck, there's just not that much to their game. They're not going to skill their way through you. They have skill, but they're not going to... How do I say this without sounding silly? The Penguins can do things like that, probably better than the Panthers can, and not much else. But the Penguins are going to be able to skill their way through you and navigate enough to get goals even when they don't have their feet going. The Panthers need to have everything going so that they have that phenomenal forecheck, creating offense for them, taking the burden off the defense, taking the burden off Sergei Bobrovsky. I think you're going to see the Panthers bounce back maybe in a very big way starting tonight. I also think that it will not have taken until tonight for Dubas to start scouring. He's got to get himself a goaltender. And one of the many reservations that I had about Dubas's hiring, although, again, open mind, let's see what he does in a market that doesn't naturally suffocate success, is that he didn't get the Maple Leafs goaltending. Now, how much of that can be blamed on him? How much on Brandon Shanahan? I don't know. And I really, really don't care. Because contrary to the perception of Toronto's hockey fans, not everyone cares about the Leafs. But when your version of let's get some Stanley Cup winning goaltending is to overpay and significantly for this version of Matt Murray, not the one that we saw in 2016, 2017, and even beyond that for a couple of years, but this one now who breaks down regularly who occasionally will flash the form that had him rocket up through the Pittsburgh system and eventually, not eventually soon, bump Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, that's, that's long gone. And that decision, and this might be the meanest thing I'll ever say about Dubas, but that decision was the kind of thing that Ron Hextall would do. So what I like so far is that Dubas acknowledged in his introductory press conference late last week, that goaltending is the top priority. 
Mike Sullivan in speaking with reporters the following day via conference call had this to say about how he and Dubas are arriving to some of the same conclusions. You know, we talked about our organization. We talked about some philosophies, uh, where we're at, where we're going. Uh, and, and, uh, and I think, uh, it was evident, certainly to me, I don't want to put words in Kyle's mouth, but I think it was evident to me that uh, that we shared a lot of the same uh, thoughts and ideas on, on where our team is at and, and how we can improve and get better and, and what the challenges are. And uh, certainly I'm excited about those challenges moving forward, and I think Kyle was as well. Good, because you'd better believe that Sullivan feels the same way. Sullivan was the guy tasked all through this past season with having to pick between whatever malingering mood Tristan Jari was in and whatever the chance was that Casey DeSmith could come up with those one out of every five or one out of every six really good performances that night. And and the coach would get killed for the decision in either direction. The coach wasn't the GM. The GM didn't get goaltending. Well, the GM in Toronto didn't get goaltending either. So here's hoping that both of these gentlemen are drop-dead serious when it comes to making this the thing that's at the very, 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 very top of both of their lists. How do you do that? Well, you listen. You learn. First and foremost, about your own guy. Let Dubas come in with a clean slate, a clean mind about the caliber of this goaltender, the caliber of the person, the nature of the injuries, real or imagined or uh, long-term or regressive or whatever it is that it might be. Let him find out what he can. And even within that, Dubas said he was planning on finding Jari and visiting him to see what more he can explore. Do that first. Do that first. By all means, look, I'm the one who says on a regular basis that I believe that when Jari's at the top of his game, he is not even a top five. He's a top three goaltender in the league. But that's a hell of a qualifier I'm attaching to that. So don't take it seriously. The real trait that you want in a goaltender more than anything else is consistency and durability, which is part of consistency. They need to know that they can depend on you. What's the solution for that? First and foremost, again, figure out Jari. Second, examine the market. Not just free agents. Look at potential trades. Everyone I know has John Gibson circled. And, you know, there's more to it than just that he's from Pittsburgh. Gibson was considered, not that long ago, a franchise-type goalie. He is stuck, undeniably, in a terrible situation in Anaheim behind the worst defense by some advanced measures this past season in recent NHL history facing 50 55 shots even more a night is he ruined is he shell-shocked I don't know what about Connor Hellebuck my goodness Hellebuck's purported to be available in Winnipeg because the Jets are looking to do a lot of different things, and Hellebuck's made clear to them that he's got no interest in being part of any phase of any rebuild. Well, what's your solution there? 
You know, the Jets can get a mint for that player. And you know what? They should and will get a mint for that player. And the Penguins should and I would hope will be at the forefront of any such process. Oh, my goodness. Send Winnipeg everything. You know, send them everything to get this guy. But yeah, start there. Absolutely start there. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by Family Table, a local company that brings delicious food to busy families. They offer family-style complete meals or a la carte items like lean proteins, perfect for muscle building and weight loss. If you're not local, gift cards are also available for your Pittsburgh-based family and friends. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com. That's FamilyTablePGH.com. And use the code DK40 or DK40 for 40% off and free delivery on your first order. Order by noon today for Thursday delivery. Today's J1Q comes from Tyler who says, Hi DK, the Stanley Cup final features two coaches in their first years with their current teams. In Bruce Cassidy's case, a team in Boston that was always considered to be among the cup contenders. My question is, we've gone five years in a row now with Mike Sullivan failing to move past the first round or even getting there. Is it unfair to say that maybe a change is necessary? We have seen them fire assistants, and it yields the same end result. I'm going to keep getting asked questions about Sullivan, and I'm going to keep giving similar answers to them, but the fact that they keep coming is something that I'm going to respect because that's clearly uh, emblematic, at least of our little world here, in communicating every morning, of a broader sentiment of dissatisfaction with Sullivan. I have my own things about Sullivan's performance, particularly over the past couple of seasons, that I don't like. I've been clear on those. I also have an immense respect for the head coach, for the man, for how he goes about things. And I believe he's the right person to have here in Pittsburgh running this team right now. Now, every once in a while, I'll hear from somebody who only hears half of that and says, hang on a second, you said this and this and this about him, so why do you support him? Because you know what? There is gray in this world, and you can be dissatisfied with something And at the same time, believe that it's the right thing. You hope that it improves. Or, as I've also been suggesting for a while now, if you're the Penguins' new management team, you do more than hope that it improves. You make suggestions. And when the suggestions aren't heeded, you do more than suggest. You make it very clear that there is a new boss in town, and that the new boss, unlike the previous bosses, has a contract that is way longer than yours. Remember, I was saying all along how awkward it was and how unusual it was in professional sports that Fenway Sports Group gave Sullivan the long-term deal and wouldn't touch that concept with a 10-foot pull when it came to Ron Hextall and Brian Burke. Well, now here's Kyle Dubas 
who's believed to have a seven-year deal, which puts him way past Sullivan on that scale. And on top of that, he's not even the GM. He might be the acting slash de facto GM. But he's not the GM. He's higher than that. He is supposed to be now the person who runs hockey. So he, possibly unlike the predecessors, will be able to go into Sullivan's office and say, Sully, man, what do we got to do here? What do we got to do? Drew O'Connor's just lighting it up. And you just won't bump him up. What do we got to do? And Sully will come back with something, something about some arcane criteria uh, that he doesn't use to hold anybody else accountable, but he'll hold the kid accountable for it. And you'll now have someone in an executive position who'll be equipped and empowered to say, hey, I'm sorry, Sully, that's, that's absurd, man. Play the kid, okay? I'm not going to tell you where to play him. I'm not going to tell you with who to play him. I'm just going to tell you to play him. Okay, I'm the boss here now. Play him. Do you really think that in this environment that I just laid out for you here, obviously hypothetical as it was, do you think that Sullivan would go, no, man, I'm just not going to do that. Of course he's going to do it. Of course he's going to listen. I appreciate the question. I Again, I respect the stance. I do. I'm not saying when I say these things that I'm right and you're wrong or the other way around. You ask for my opinion, I'm going to give you my opinion. I appreciate everyone who listens to Daily Shot of Penguins, and we will do another one of these tomorrow. 